Welcome to God's Brand. It's your host, Puzzle Making Poe, at you with another grown man's book club. So, on this episode, we are going to be going through the very last chapters of Mr. Douglas's um, review of his own book. Um, so, we're going to be reading the appendix um, starting halfway through. Um, it starts off with a cool little poem, um, which I think is cool, I guess. And then it's like only, I think, four pages. Um, so we'll be starting on page 112 at the very top. Um, and if you haven't heard of any of the other episodes, this is the life and narrative of Frederick Douglass. Oh, I'm going to grab a sip of water. Sorry, you guys, before we start. Um, so... This has been a series about a slave who became one of Abraham Lincoln's advisors. And if you don't know who Abraham Lincoln was, he was the famous president who led the Northern Union into the Civil War um, against the South. And um, ending with um, a lot of burnt down cities throughout the South and... um, a lot of changes into the Constitution when it comes to um, the freedoms and rights to African-American um, men. It wouldn't be until the beginnings of uh, World War One, I, I think we see the changes for women um, with force feeding, which is um, crazy stories in itself. Um, so, without further ado, um, we're gonna get into page 112. Um, and I have the puppy dog here with me, so it's a Gigi show. She's in the house. Maybe I can see if I can make her to make some noises. Well, doesn't seem like she wants to really groan. Whatever. Uh, um, Gigi's a German Shepherd Husky. Me and um, um, so we're gonna be starting off with the book. Sorry, you guys, I'm getting a little sidetracked with the dog. <laughs> She's going to be our page flipper and holder as we get through this chapter. Well, um, well, not really a chapter. It's the ending. And then we have some speeches. But um, the first speech is going to be a speech about his escape from slavery, which is cool. Um, and then three three. Ones into it, we'll get his letter to his old master, which would be really interesting. I think that'll be a good one. Um, and his last one is the reconstruction. So that's be a cool ending. Because um, then we'll get a little insight on the Civil War. Uh, maybe we can tie that in with a couple of Civil War things about Lincoln maybe after. That'd be cool. Um, 
But for now, we're trying to get through this book and seeing where it'll lead us in history. Because this is our first chapter book that we're going to go through. The Life of Frederick Douglass. Just God, and these they are, who minister at thine altar, God of right. Men whose their hand, with prayer and blessing, lay on Israel's ark of light. What preach and kidnapped men, give thanks and rob thy own afflicted poor. Talk of thy righteous liberty, and then bolt of hard and captive door. What servants of my own, merciful son, who's came to seek and save. The homeless of the outcast fettering down, the task of the plundered slave. Plight of and hurled friends, chief priests and rulers, as, as of old combined. Just God and holy is this, that church which lends strength to the spoiled thine. The Christianity of America is a Christianity of whom volunteers it may be as truly said as it as one of the ancient scribes of Parises they bind heavy burdens and give grievances to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. All their works do for be seen of men. They love the utmost rooms at feast and the chief seats in the synagogues. And to be called of men, Rabbi, Rabbi, but woe unto you scribes and parises, hypocrites. For ye shut up the kingdom of heathens against men, for ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Ye devour windows, houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore ye shall receive the great Damnation, ye compasses sea and land to make one prosel, and when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Woe unto you, scribes and parises, hypocrites, for ye paid that title of mint and heiress in coming, and have omitted the wider matters of law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done and not have the other undone. Ye blind guides, which strains at the gunnet of the swallows and camel, woe unto you, scribes and parises, hypocrites, for ye make clean the outside of the cup and the and of the planter, but within they are full of extraordinary in excess. 
Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto whited sea prickles, which indeed appears beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness. Even so ye also outwardly appears righteous upon men, but within ye are full of hypocrisy, hypocrisy and iniquity, dark and terrible as in the pit, this picture. I hold it to be strictly true of the overwhelming mass of professed Christians in America. They strain at the giant and swallow a camel. Should anything be more true of our churches, they would be shocked at the proposition of fellowshipping a sheep stealer, and at the same time they hug to their communion, communion a man stealer, and brand me with being an infidel. If I find fault with them for it, they attend with parasol strictness. I, I definitely messed that word up, you guys. To the outward forms of religion. And at the same time neglect the weighted mass of law, judgment, mercy, and faith. They are always ready to sacrifice, but seldom to show mercy. They are they who re presented as professing to love God whom they have not seen. When listed, they hate their brother whom they have seen. They love the heathen on the other side of the globe. They can pray for him, pay money to have the Bible put into his hands and ministries to instruct him while they despise and totally neglect the heathen at their own doors, such as in very briefly my views of the religion of this land and to avoid any misunderstanding growing out of the use of general terms, I mean by the religion of this land, that which is revealed in the words, deeds, and actions of those bodies, north and south, calling themselves Christians, churches, and yet in the union with the slave owners, it is against religion to presented by these bodies that I felt in my duty to testify. I conclude these remarks by copying the following pro, por, pro portrait of the religions of the South, which is by communion and fellowship, the religion of the North, which I somberly affirms is true to the life and without carnage. To or, or the slightest exaggeration, it is said to have been drawn several years before the present anti-slavery irrigation began by a North Methodist preacher who, while residing at the South, had an opportunity to see slaveholding morals, manners, and purity with his own eyes. Shall I not visit for these things? Shall the Lord not say... Not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this. A parody. Okay, this is another poem, you guys. This is going to leave us out. This is 
Frederick Douglass's poem. So we're going to try to take it paragraph by paragraph. Um, before we start this, I just want to say that um, I think it's weird that he toned in on per, um, Piercy's and um, who was the other one he called out a lot? One second. Oh, the scribes and Parisis. So basically saying everyone who wrote out what the royals were. So it seems like he's against our golden spoon babies that we like talking about. Uh, I'm going to get that copyright in. <laughs> if someone gets a copyright, I'll pay you. No bullshit. Anyways. A parody. Come saint and sinner. Hear me tell how pious priests whip Jack and Nell and women buy and children sell. Whoa, can we restart that, you guys? That was fucking intense. I want you guys to share this fucking thing right here. Because this shit right here is going to be dope. This is a dope-ass poem. This is dope money sell it. Come on, y'all. A parody. Come, saints and sinners. Hear me tell how Perius priest whip Jack and Neil and women buy and children sell and preach all sinners, sell, sinners down to hell and sing of heavenly union. They'll bleat and ba donna like goats, gore down black sheep and strain at moats, array their backs in fine black coats, then seize their negroes by their throats, and choke for heavenly unions. They'll church you if you sip a darn, and damn you if you steal a lamb. Yet rob old Tony and Donna Sam of human rights and bread and ham, kidnappers of heavenly union. They'll loudly talk of Christ in reward, and bind in an image with a cord, and scold and swing and lash a horde, and sell their brothers in, in the Lord, and handful cuffingly heavenly union, they'll read and sing and scratch a song, and make a prayer of both loud and long, and teach me right and do the wrong, hailing my brother and sister throng with words of heavenly union, we brought in how long the saints can sing, or praise the Lord upon the wing, who Roar and scold and whip the sting into the slave's man and clings. In, in guilty conscious union, they'll raise tobacco, corn, and wren, and drive the thieves and cheap to be and lying up upon the treasures in the sky by making switches of the cow skin and fly. Man, I'm starting to sing this, y'all. Let me go back. I'm so sorry. This is a really good poem, sorry. They'll talk loudly of Christ's reward and bind his image with a cord, and scald and swing and lash a horde, and sell their brothers in the Lord. 
to handcuff, handcuffed heavenly union, they'll read and sing a scarce song and make a prayer both loud and long and teach the right and do the wrong, hailing the brother, sister's thong with words of heavenly union. We wonder how such saints can sing or praise the Lord upon the wing who war and scored and whip and sting and yet the slaves in maiming cling in guilty conscience union. They'll raise tobacco, corn and run and drive and drive and thrive and cleat and lie and lie up treasures in the sky by making switches and cowskins fly in hope of heavenly union. They'll crack old Tony on the skull and preach and roar like the balsam bull or bray as or brying as or mischiefful. They seize old Jacob by the wool and pour for heavenly union and pull for heavenly union. A roaring, chanting, sleet man chief, man, sleet man thief who lived on mutton Veal and beef, yet never would afford relief to needy, stable sons of grief, was big with heavenly union. Not to love, sorry, let me repeat, this is the last paragraph on this page. Love not the world. The preacher says, and winked his eyes and shook his head, and seized old Tony and Dick and Ned, cut short by their meat and clothes and bread, yet still loved heavenly union. Last page, first paragraph. Another preacher whined and spoke of one whose heart for sinners broke. He tied old nanny to an oak and drew the blood at every stroke and prayed for heavenly union. Two others opened their iron jaws and waved the children's seal and paws. There sat the children in Jude Gauls by stinking Negroes back in Maws. They kept up heavenly union. All good from Jack another takes and entertains their flirts and rakes 
who dress as sleek as grossly snakes and cram their mouths with sweetened cakes. And this goes down for the union. Sincerely in earnest hope that this little book may do something towards throwing light on the American slave system and hastening the glad day of, of deliverance to the millions of my brethren in bonds, faithfully replying, replying upon the powers of truth, love, and justice for success in my humble efforts and solemnly pledging myself anew to this scared clause I subscribe myself, Frederick Douglass, Lynn Mass, April 28, 1845. And his first speech that we're going to read is in... Maybe it'll give us a... 1846, it looks like. So, we'll see how it goes, you guys. Um, that was the last bit of the um, appendix. Very intense. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that was really good. I'm going to go share that with my friends because it was really good. I hope you guys share it, too. Because if that one person does listen to that episode, man. Um, shoot, I'm not even going to lie. Go buy the book yourself. It's a good book uh, um, to have. But um, you can also share this if you want. But the book is so much better. Just get it for yourself, you guys. All right, bye.